All right, we're live. So everybody, welcome to the Crypto Mining Tools podcast. This is episode 45. And today we have a special guest, Lee Kopang from OwlGuard Company, OwlGuard Co. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, yourself, Lee, and um, then we'll get the discussion started. Awesome, thanks, Scott. Um, yeah, so no, basically uh, OwlGuard Co. is just a uh, avatar that I use on Discord. So. I don't know if uh, our company financials are, you know, going to go anywhere with that. But basically, it's just a uh, avatar. But yeah, no, thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, looking forward to talking about my journey through crypto and what answer any questions that you guys might have. Yeah. So it sounds like um, you've really been in crypto for well a, a few years now. Um, you know, just just like everybody else. You know, some people came in earlier. Some people came in a little bit later. But um, when, when was it that, that you got started? Yeah, so we were actually trying to figure that out right at the beginning. So yeah, it's, uh, it was 17, mid-17, kind of was a Coinbase user, you know, nothing, uh, nothing too high tech, but it was kind of one of those things I caught the uh, last bull run right before it. So it was kind of, I think that's what sparked the bug. I, I think I put like probably a thousand in Bitcoin and, you know, another thousand in ethereum and some litecoin and you know and all of a sudden turned 4k into 16 and was like wow okay this is not quite like uh, options trading so maybe we need to pay a little more attention to that and so at the time i was a full-time uh healthcare sales rep and options trader and uh just had a lot of you know not free time but i was a remote worker so it was kind of you know messing around watching youtube videos on how to trade stocks and i, I either came on Voscoin's uh, YouTube channel, or I saw like, you know how sometimes there'll be like one of those YouTube channels, and it'll be the ads for another video. Yeah, and I was just like, I think I saw a GPU rig, and I was like, how many computers is that? Uh, that's pretty cool. I, I need to figure that out. Uh, and so I had no idea what I was getting into at the beginning. So okay, so you got into crypto first, and then uh, mining was was something that you quickly learned about then. Yeah, I mean, I had a, I have a, an office outside the house and kind of one of those things where it was like the power was included and it was kind of like, so wait a minute, when you say free power, like, do you mean like free power? And so kind of, you know, I think I ordered my first rig from actually one of Vosk's friends that was getting out of the business because, uh, you know, you remember what happened after the bull run, it just kind of started tanking. And so it was kind of it was a good time to be buying gear because everyone was like just throwing it out the window. And uh, the first rig that came, I mean, the thing was fully assembled. Like there wasn't one pink static, you know, packaging material. It was like the GPUs were plugged into the, uh, like into the actual, uh, uh, into the board. I mean, it was, it was kind of terrible now that I've shipped a few, uh, but you know, I was able to kind of look at it and, and, piece back what the videos were talking about seeing one in, in, in person. So it was kind of my first rig. It was a six card, uh, 1060, uh, six, six gigabyte rig. And, you know, it was mining Ethereum start. Then went to low key and a few others. And by that point, I think I had, uh, I think my wife's watching. So, you know, she's probably not going to want to hear this, but you know, I think <laughs> I, I just was, I was, uh, I, my commissions from my healthcare job went to a separate account and I think I was buying, GPUs, like I think I had two or three showing up every day to the point where we got up to about 60 GPUs. And, and it was, uh, I mean, people were giving them away. I was buying uh, 
five eighties for one, 100 bucks, you know, it was, they were brand new basically. And people were just giving them away because they, you know, it was the, everything was catching on fire. And so now so you're talking about during the, the, the bear run after yeah, the, the three, the 3k Bitcoin days, you know, when it was like, all of a sudden it was like the likeliness of it going to zero was a lot more than it, you know, ever going back up to 20k. So yeah, for some reason I just turned a blind eye and moved on. So, um, when, so you said you started with that one uh, six-card rig, and then you were all the way up to 60 rigs, you said? No, 60 GPUs. So I, oh, I got up to about 10 rigs. Uh, then I started getting into ASICs. Uh, and so it was kind of, I, I think, you know, obviously I got some, I got two S9s, and then I got two L3 pluses. And so it was kind of, you know, I was mining a little Bitcoin, mining a little uh, Litecoin. I mean, I had these rigs all over this building like uh my my building uh owner would call me and be like hey so i uh i went upstairs and i found uh these four things that are just howling and i was like yep okay i just want to make sure they were yours (laughs) (laughs) so so this was a a, an apartment building or or you you it's a a manufacturing building and so this building used to do the old uh it was a kodachrome uh lithochrome building and so power in this building has, I mean, like every room has 60 amp breakers. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a way over the top on what the power capabilities of this building are for what it's being used for. And so I never, you know, I think I have tripped one breaker in in three years and uh, just kind of have rigs. And uh, I have another room outside of this. So it's a farm room that's running to ASICs. And then I have rigs in two or three other rooms in this building. And so, um, I think I made it for about a year before my uh, building owner was like, so uh, I think we need to talk about this. Uh, it's a few more rigs than I was thinking you were going to be running. Yeah. So what what was the uh, the heat situation there? Because, I mean, if you're running rigs in a, in, in a building like that, uh, how are you exhausting the heat? Yeah. So basically, uh, it is a drop ceiling um, tile room that I was running the ASICs in. And so basically, I dissipated the heat. Uh, I brought in fresh air and then dissipated it up into the ceiling. Uh, and so that part of the building is actually not air conditioned. And so it was, uh, you know, I think before I figured out what I was doing, I think I went in the room, it's like 110 degrees Fahrenheit. I was like, that's hot. Uh, uh, so, you know, I got a little wiser after that, but uh, it was, you know, it's, it's, it's funny every time I, drive, I walk by that, that, that hall, it's kind of like, you just hear this, this little like howl down the hall and, for some reason, nobody really asks what's going on. Yeah. Well, I, I know, you know, some people are used to seeing server rooms and, you know, they're not quite as noisy. They, they probably not quite as hot, but yeah, especially if you're, you're adding ASICs to the mix. I mean, that's, that's definitely going to start heating things up pretty fast. Yeah. I think it all changed kind of when I got, so like when Sciacoin forked uh, to, uh, you know, forked all the other miners off their chain. Uh, I think I was somehow able to get and snag, which which now when I think of the price that I paid, it was kind of like uh, wild that I, that I paid that much. But I think I bought two for like nine thousand uh, dollars. But I got them the week after the fork, and so you know at that time two of them was making uh, you know almost a hundred to three hundred dollars you know every other day, and so you know it worked out swimmingly. But it was kind of one of those things where it was like if I had done it again, I probably wouldn't have paid that much for a high coin miner 
uh, oh, yeah. subsequent Sidecoin miners were quite a bit cheaper. But I mean, that's the thing is, you know, then I met your friend uh, at Sparta Data. Uh, you know, I was able to flip. He flipped the, my first two Sidecoin miners. I think I, I made 2000 off of them and we sold them for 10. Um, you know, right. So I think I bought them for eight and sold them for 10. But it was, uh, you know, all of a sudden I had 11 ASICs running and it was kind of like, well, I think we're into this. Um, there's no turning back. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, let's let's go back a little bit and, and talk about that. You know, what what do you know about that whole um, Sayacoin fork and and what what did it do to um, to to miners? You know, what, yeah, what was some I, of the, the controversy out there? Yeah, so I mean, for the people that might not be familiar with that, basically what happened was uh, there's a there's a project called Sayacoin. It was basically decentralized file storing, trying to take on a AWS or you know a Dropbox type solution. So what it did was there was a, a, a supplier Bitmain had uh, what would they have that A3s that were on it and a Silicon made some and I mean they just pillaged that network and so all of a sudden you know Obelisk was going to be making their own and they're the you know I guess it's Nebulous or Obelisk uh, they they had. Uh, you know, they'd already started the production of theirs. And so, you know, all of a sudden their ASIC was worthless um, and it hasn't even been released. And so they had this wild idea, which was very controversial because, you know, it's, you know, this is supposed to be decentralized. So if you're, if you're doing a centralized effort of saying, well, we're going to fork off everybody that's not us, it's kind of like, mm, yeah, it's kind of sketchy, but, uh, for the people that were able to mine it the the week of, it was uh, extremely profitable, and so I think that was really the pivotal point in my career where it became a success story versus it being, you know, like, well, gosh, I hope my wife never asks how much uh, all these uh, graphic cards cost or you know whatnot. And so it's kind of wild now that I can sell them for two hundred dollars more than what I paid for them three years later. Uh, right, that, it, that's just kind of wild to me. Yeah, definitely. Um... So yeah, you know you've you've been involved in um, a lot of different projects over the the last few years. Um, why, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? You know, I I think you mentioned Vosscoin a little bit earlier. How yeah. you you kind of first saw you know learned about mining from from Vosscoin. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Drew was definitely real important in my uh, mining career. I mean, it was kind of one of those things where I don't even think I had a Discord before. Um, yeah, I grew up in the generation of don't talk to strangers, you know, on the internet. I think that was all starting with, you know, AIM as a kid. And so it was kind of like all of a sudden this concept of talking to people in a discord uh, was like, why would you do that? And uh, so all of a sudden, you know, I find his YouTube, started watching some of the, the videos and started kind of learning how to rebuild these machines, following the guides and, you know, and looking into certain projects that he was reviewing. and. And so became part of the Discord. And so that's probably how most people know me is I am a moderator uh, for that Discord. I think I'm the fourth longest user for the Discord. Uh, that probably means um, that's probably why my wife is always mad at me, um, spending too much time over there. Uh, but I mean, that's really that's how I learned, uh, you know, how to do that. You know, it was kind of one of those things where um, there wasn't a lot of content out at the time. And so it was kind of revolutionary to have somebody specifically talking about um, cryptocurrency and how you can actually mine it. I mean, before it was like, if you were on a farm, I mean, I don't think you could really get into it. And so 
yeah, this is kind of when I became a hobby miner. It was uh, it was quite a bit uh, wild, wild west. I mean, when you when your rig went down, you know, it was nice to be able to turn to a Discord because you could ask, you know, like, hey, I, you know, I don't know why, you know, this is working. That they'll say, oh, we'll try a riser, take out this riser, you know, or uh, you know, put these clock settings on the GPU, and it should, you know, be better at cooling. And it's kind of one of those things where, you know, I had to learn everything from scratch. I mean, there was, this is, I, I don't have a background in computing. Uh, right. So it was kind of one of those things where it was like, I, I didn't know that there were other nerds out there that were uh, just as excited about this as I was. Yeah. And then, uh, so you've, you've stayed involved with VosCoin uh, in, in, a, in a deeper way or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we, um, me and uh, another individual there, Greer, we help him out, uh, kind of help moderate the community as well as uh, moderate with his uh, girlfriend, uh, Miss Vosk, you know, so whenever there's a live stream or whatnot, you know, you got to kind of keep the comments, uh, you know, uh, in check. So it's, uh, you know, people are always trying to share their, their uh, wallet address or whatnot. Yeah, their you Ethereum know, address, but, yeah. You know, it's like, so you got to kind of, you know, patrol that pretty quick and, and so yeah, involved in uh, uh, Vosscoin talk as well. That was kind of where we were having a lot of information that was going on in the Discord, and there was just these really knowledgeable users. I mean, there's some really powerful people over there in terms of this community. Um, they all kind of united over there, um, you know. And so it's kind of uh, we were, you know, people would ask the same question day after day, and it was kind of like, can you can you not scroll up? You know, like just look right above here. And so, uh, sure enough, we decided that it was it was time to create a, a forum where we could actually link out some of these articles. Once we had a solution, or once somebody talked about something, we could go in there and actually, you know, be like this is how you fix that problem that you just asked, and the guy above you just asked. And so it was nice to be able to actually have that uh, that resource. Right. Yeah. Sounds like a like a great resource for sure. You know, having that forum, having Discord chats, YouTube videos. And uh, yeah, I know. I mean, there's there's all sorts of different uh, communities out there as well. Um, we we've got uh, Telegram groups based on on different topics as well. You know, and, and I, I find that uh, you know there's your Discord users and then there's your Telegram users, and and sometimes you I'm know, always on you on that. I, yeah, I, I, I can't catch up. I don't know what it is. It's something about it's like a different language. Like I, I can Discord all day long, and then I get on Telegram, and I'm like, how do I use this again? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's good to be able to kind of bridge the gap because I feel like there's there's this whole separation. So that's why we've made a, a telegram uh, connection between the two in the actual discord so that people right. that didn't want to leave discord could stay there. And then, you know, people that wanted to be in telegram exclusive. I mean, I understand your use of it. I mean, it's a, a great overseas tool uh, to be able to communicate with some of these farms. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, well, let's just uh, take a little break here, and uh, I'd like to mention the upcoming conference, um, Mining Disrupt. So I know a lot of people have heard about this. Uh, it took place last year in July as well. Um, so there's the website, miningdisrupt.com. It's actually taking place July 20th to 21st. Um, we're going to be there. Uh, you, you're going to be there, Lee? Yes, I am. Yeah. So, I mean, this is where all the, the miners hang out. You know, there's other conferences out there that are, uh, you know, more just crypto uh, related and or blockchain related. 
Um, but this really was the first conference that that I've ever seen that was specifically Bitcoin mining related. Um, and, and so, yeah, you know, we had a great time last year. We're actually uh, distributed Ledger Inc. That's DLI. We're going to have uh, a booth there um, and we're, we're sponsoring as well. I think our name's going to be on the lanyards um, and uh, maybe the, the Wi-Fi sponsor as well. So we'll see. But anyway, you know, that's the most legit sponsor there is everyone wants to know, like, who's got the Wi-Fi? Yeah. How, how do I get on the Wi-Fi? So <laughs> you, you might you might see our name there as, as well. So. Uh, yeah, crypto mining tools and distributed ledger Inc will be there. Um, and, uh, it should be a really great time. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, you know, why don't we just talk a little bit about some of the tools that you've used in the past, you know, when you were first getting into mining, uh, you were, you were trying to figure out, okay, you've, you've got these GPUs, um, or you've got these ASICs, you know, what, what's the best coin to mine? Um, you know, what, what did that kind of look like for you as far as picking that? Yeah, no. So basically it's, uh, you know, obviously I started out on boss point that was kind of, you know, I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, it was kind of nice that he had a, a myriad of different, uh, gear that he was reviewing. So, you know, I even remember when he started doing ASICs, you know, everyone said, oh, he's just selling out, he's going to the ASICs. But I mean, that's just, that's just really the, uh, that's where the, you know, the, the mining is, is leaning towards, you know, it's, it's a dedicated machine that, that just does that. And so, you know, obviously the GPUs, I've loved them just because of the resale uh, ability, you know, it, it's kind of a, a little more secure, you know, you, you can do it and then, you know, get out of it. It's uh, not just a, uh, uh, well, hope this works out and it's not a doorstop later. So, um, but yeah, no, I mean, I kind of, after that, I started going to like uh, what to mine.com. Uh, that was obviously a great tool. I, I, I'm a big hardcore SMOS user. Um, it's kind of one of those things where I know there's a lot of other solutions out there, but like I'm so handy with SMOS and they update all their stuff so quickly that it's kind of like, you know, why mess with a good thing? And so uh, use that. Um, now, what's what's that? What's that word you're saying? SMOS? Yeah, SMOS, Simple Miner. Um, so basically what it is, is it's a Linux-based distribution for specifically for uh, GPU uh, mining. And so you basically go in there and uh, you can set up a uh, rig. You can monitor it remotely. Um, and so, you know, it's it's uh, funny. I always I, I forget to check it until like 10 p.m. And so I'll, I'll all of a sudden like a rig will be down. And I'll be like, oh, hey, babe, I got to go. I got to go restart a rig real quick. And so it, it didn't take me long before I started getting some uh, Wi-Fi switches because uh, it was only so fun uh, rushing off uh, a mile and a half uh, from my house at 10 p.m. Uh, oh, can, yeah. You can only do that so many times and get away with it. So so have, having those uh, uh, the ability to remotely turn on and off uh, an outlet to, to restart the miner, you mean? Yeah, yeah. So basically, if you go in there into the motherboard and uh, bypass the uh, start switch, um, when you go in there, you can kind of basically just toggle and power sweat, you know, power cycle it. I mean, I, people joke and and uh, and tech support, you know, if you try turning it off and turning it back on. But I mean, that's really the best. Uh, I think it's probably one of my most powerful tools I have uh, when it comes to mining. There'll be things that you don't know why it's not booting correctly but if you power cycle it another five times somehow that's the magic number yeah so i'm i'm seeing in the comments uh 
people are commenting here. It looks like Voscoin uh, is online, and uh, and he's he's saying, uh, "Hey, have you been biking to work?" Yeah. So uh, it, it, during there's a few months a year that it actually is nice and comfortable to bike. From I live about a mile and a half from here, so it's uh, that's an electric bike as well. So I mean, it's kind of nice when you're in traffic and. You know, you can pedal and then a car gets behind you, you can kind of zip up in front of them. They're kind of like, oh, wow, okay. Um, and so, you know, but then it, then it gets hot here. So it's kind of one of those things where I'd say uh, eight months of the year, it is not a good idea to bike to work because you'll you'll get to work and feel like you need a shower. So, it's, yeah. uh, you know, so that's probably, it, it's yeah. hard to bike to work when the bike's already at work. Uh, so... So you're you're down in um, Alabama, that that's right. No, I'm in Georgia. So oh, Georgia, uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it gets uh, about we got ten months of summer here, so it's uh, it's got ups and downs. If you have a pool, it's great, but if you don't, it's uh, you you, you about August, you want to get the heck out of town. Yep. Um, so yeah, you know, you talked a little bit about uh, earlier about some of the coins you're mining, but. Uh, what about right now? You know, what what are some coins that, that you're watching or maybe some some projects that, that you are interested in? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I think, you know, uh, you know, they, they did comment about CPU mining. You know, I've done some CPU mining, basically uh, SSHing into the Simple Miner platform. You know, Simple Miner doesn't actually support CPU mining. So I, I can't say I'm a big CPU miner. I, you know, I've done some Monero. I've done some Loki. But I mean. I just, I just, I don't think I ever caught the CPU bug. I think it's cool. I think it's uh, super power efficient, but you know, I just didn't have, I, I had Celeron. So it was kind of one of those things where it was like, it, it yeah, you know, if you have a, a nice AMD uh, CPU, it might be worth it. But I, you know, I never had them. So it was kind of, it was a mute point, but you know, basically um, I think Ethereum is always on the radar. I mean, in terms of being a GPU miner, you know, anything that's double what the other coins are, you know, obviously you're going to gravitate towards. Um, I'll be interested in seeing that what actually happens with this uh, one five what is it nine nine or one five five nine? Yeah, the EIP. Yeah, the EIP. I think I could kill it, but I mean, as if they're not doing enough things to kill their project. So it's <laughs> you know it, it's I don't know. Uh, you know, so it's like you know Ethereum's always the kind of go to. Um, they're the Mac Daddy of, of GPU mining. Um, uh, Bitcoin always got a Bitcoin miner running, uh, you know, so I've got two S9s that I bought for uh, 150 a piece in the 3K Bitcoin. I think I've, I've like I've made my money back like 10 times over now. So it's kind of like there. I know I can sell them for like 400 bucks, but, you know, they were my first ASIC. So it's kind of like, I don't know, I feel like you're supposed to like hold on to your first. Day. That's probably not true. Um, and my wife's probably like, what do you mean? They've, you've made your money back. And they're worth more. You should be selling those. Um, so no, it's it's kind of one of those things where I, I'm always running those. I've been running the Sidecoin miners just because. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't they've they've made their money back and and then some, quite a bit more. And so it's kind of one of the things where it's like you know they're not really worth selling at this point just because there's so many more efficient Sidecoin miners. So they just you know they still make 17 bucks a day. You know they're not anything exciting, but you know at the same time 17 bucks is 17 bucks a day. Right. So um, doing that, uh, let's see, let me pull up some money real quick. Um, so I've been doing Ethereum and Zill quite a bit. Um, that is something that I think is just really cool because it basically cycles off six to eight times a day. Um, you can, can, you're not really dual mining. It basically just switches off into Zill. But I mean, 
make an extra 300 bucks a month, you know, anything uh, that, that adds to it is cool with me. And I think it's kind of a cool little project that they've allowed uh, Ethereum miners to kind of piggyback their project. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of Ethereum miners, so I think it's a good little concept. Yeah, so I, I don't I don't know what that is. I've, I've never heard of Ethereum Zill. Okay, well, I guess I'll be hassling you in Slack uh, after this uh, about learning how to do it. Yeah, so basically what it is, is instead of like Sidecoin, how Ethereum and Sidecoin used to be dual mining, um, they're not actually coinciding. So basically, it's almost like the downtime of a re reboot. So like, it's as if it rebooted six or seven, eight times a day, but it never actually did. And so if you, you think about that, that's that's kind of an acceptable amount of downtime, you know, with the rig, you know, it's like nobody's really gonna ever be like, oh, but it restarted six times, you know, so it was down for 10 minutes. So basically in those 10 minutes, it does one or two minute bursts um, something called, I think it's called sharding, um, but basically it just, it uh, mines quickly, uh, does the uh, execution, then it switches right back up to Ethereum. So it's kind of one of those cool little projects that, um, I think it was a smart play. I mean, I, I, you know, you, you got such a big uh, resource with Ethereum miners, why not? Yeah, interesting. Um, so there was a comment from Shaka Zula saying which coin is next in line after uh, ethereum 2.0 you know that's a good question I, I you know i think that there's going to be quite a few actually i you know i, I think that like i think what's going to happen is obviously people are going to get upset uh that um let's see i mean i i've always liked haven i think haven's really cool um i i learned about it from a buddy uh jim uh, in the Discord, and it was kind of one of those things where, you know, during the heat of Colum you know, Columbus, it, it gets hot. So it was kind of one of those things where, you know, Ethereum mining and hot don't really um, mix well. And so Haven runs real cool uh, with Kryptonite Heavy, I believe, or Kryptonite Haven. You know, the, there's so many different Kryptonites I can't keep up anymore. But it runs super cool, you know, 40 degrees in the middle of summer. That's, uh, that's like a miner's dream. Um, and so it was kind of one of those things where it's, you know, it's a project that I, I like supporting. Um, you know, so I think it's, it's, it's a cool point. I think that's going to really take off when Ethereum uh, blows uh, up. I mean, Ravencoin is always cool. I, I've mined quite a bit of that. Um, yeah, ever since they went to uh, Kapow, though, it, you know, it, it keeps those wires hot. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things where you, you really you don't want to have splitters on your rig. If you're uh, going to run something like that, it's a lot more uh, electrical intensive. So uh, you you really need to have good rigs if you're going to be doing Ravencoin. Cool. Okay. So um, yeah, you know there there was some talk earlier um, I, offline about uh, you know investing into crypto using your your stimulus check. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I would be surprised. I, I, I wish I got one, but at the same time, it was, uh, it was, I bet you that's, I bet you that's where like 60% of all of that stimulus check went to. You went to that with the stock market. Um, you know, so we've got this whole new trend, you know, Wall Street bets, you know, there's, you know, all these people that are becoming stock traders that, you know, have never probably looked at a stock chart in their life. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're like, well, well, I don't get this, but maybe I might get, you know, investing into Bitcoin. And so I, I, I think stimulus is great. Every time there's an announcement for it, uh, Bitcoin moons. And so, uh, you know, I'm in that regard, I'm all for stimulus checks. Um, but, you know, I think that's the thing is I think, you know, all, 
one strategy that people always ask, like, which one should I invest in, you know, or obviously it's, you know, not financial advice, but, you know, I, the dollar cost, there's a website called dcabtc.com or something like that, but like, I always forward that to people because, you know, if you don't know which one to get into, you know, Bitcoin's always, like, going to be here. It's kind of one of those things that's almost too big to fail at this point. So, um, you know, I, I've always thought dollar cost averaging into Bitcoin, that's really, it shows you exactly how much, like if I invest $10 every Wednesday or if I invest $100 every Wednesday, it'll show me that, you know, I can make 70% over three years. I mean, you can't get 70% any other market. I mean, that's that, that that's what's wild. Yeah, so I mean, it's like if you invest at $10, it's going to be at 666%. I mean, that's, 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 that's killing it, if you ask me. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I've always thought, you know, I've always been a top 100 kind of guy. I, I, I'm not much for speculation. So it's like my thing is, is once they get into the top 100 and top 200, uh, I'm starting to pay attention to them. So it's, um, you know, there's quite a few that I like, um, but, you know, don't want to shout them from the rooftop because some people don't, you know, want to hear. But yeah, yeah. No, so I mean, with with Bitcoin, you know, sometimes we'll we'll hear the argument, uh, you know, oh well, it's, it's too expensive now, or you know, I um, may, maybe I missed the boat or whatever, you know. But uh, like you were saying, uh, dollar cost average, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's what I don't think people understand. Like, you know, like everyone's used to like a stock where it's like, okay, well, Apple's one hundred and twenty bucks, you know. I can only afford a hundred or one of those, you know, like people like I can't afford a hundred. That's, you know, that's a lot of money. Um, so people don't realize that you can buy such fractional amounts of Bitcoin. I think, I think like everyone thinks like, well, I need a Bitcoin. And yeah, I mean, if you get the opportunity to buy a whole Bitcoin, I mean, take it. Um, but at the same time, you know, buying closer to the top is usually not great investment advice. So uh, I mean, I think it's what buy high, sell low is the, the, the new strategy. Right. Yeah. No, I, I remember, you know, back in 2017, um, probably probably when you were getting into it, um, you know, I was telling all my friends and family, hey, you know, you should you should get get into Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin. And then, uh, you know, anyone who, who was getting in at that point, you know, yeah, you know, they're they saw their returns going down pretty quickly for for well, quite a while. Time. Like, for like, I think it was, what, two years we had that winter. So it was, you know, it was, I, I remember being like, oh, man, I've got. 40k in crypto this is wild and then all of a sudden i was like i have 20k in what like what happened you know i was killing it and yeah. then obviously uh with this bull run that that number exuberantly changed so it was it was it was good you know i'm, I'm a hodler you know it, it's you know some people like to i'm i'm an options trader when it comes to stocks so you know i've got enough to stress about in terms of uh you know turn my hair gray or you know, whatnot. So it's like, I, I, I don't trade as much as I should for crypto. Um, you know, if I buy a bag, I, I stick to it until it's a price that I want to sell it for. So it's, um, it's worked out very well for me. Uh, so it's, I think it's just the easiest way to do it. Passively let it happen. Yeah. Pick yeah. Projects. Well, um, changing topics a little bit here, you know, we, uh, you've recently joined the, the DLI team. I did. I did. So yeah, I'm uh, the director of financial services. And so I'm finding out that that title is very open-ended. So I, uh, I feel like each week I'm working on a new project or uh, I'm, I'm now thinking I should have narrowed the title more. Financial services has a lot of 
uh, a lot of things that can fall into that. So it's, it's, right. uh, but it's exciting. You know, it's, it's fun to go full time. I mean, it's different becoming a hobby miner than it is going professional crypto. Uh, it's, you know, it's probably not for the faint of heart. You know, most people don't even probably know you can have a job in crypto. So it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, Oh, you mean that thing that you told me to buy in 2018? Like, no, it's like, that's my job. Like, job job and so yeah. you know, i don't think people even realize it's a whole industry out there and so uh it's it's definitely different uh the projects are a lot more vast but you know the opportunity in in, in blockchain i think is something that's just gonna the next decade is going to be really exciting i think we're still very early on this i don't think i mean we think you and me think this is normal but i mean my wife still thinks like you just shut up about that. You know, I, I don't really care about that cryptographic equation. Like I'm like, but you should, it's awesome. Yeah. Sometimes trying, trying to explain it to other people, you know, their, their eyes kind of glaze over. Oh, I, I don't even think she hears it anymore. It's, but it's like, yeah, it's, it, are there other things to really talk about in life? No, I mean, it's, if you, I mean, that's the thing, man. If you don't wake up excited at 7am to go to work, I mean, you're in the wrong job. And, and you know, I was in, I was in healthcare for the last decade. I made a great living. Um, it just never excited me. I mean, I, I felt like we were doing digitalized forms sometimes, you know, like we weren't really innovating for these hospitals. And so it was, it was kind of one of those things where it didn't, it didn't like the bug like a, a crypto uh, mining rig did. And so it was kind of one of those things where I was good at it, but, you know, paid the bills. Um, and so I, I finally, I think, last uh july i went full-time options trading and you know obviously my wife was very supportive and um you know but it, it takes special individuals to be full-time entrepreneurs my wife owns a a store uh council studio and so it's uh you know she does uh women's clothing and so it was kind of one of those things where you know uh, i ran an airbnb business before that you know so you really got to be an entrepreneur if you want to you know, go to, you know, not having one safe job. Um, it's, it's not for probably most people, right. um, but, you know, I've loved it. So, you know, went full time, uh, with DLI in February. So it's, uh, it's exciting. Yeah. So what's, what's, um, a project that you're working on? What's an example there? You know, I, I know you don't want to. Yeah. No, I, mean, there's some that I can't talk about right now, but, uh, you know, we've got an exchange that's about to launch, uh, Bolsa DX, and so it's a uh, an exchange for Latin America, uh, and then as well, um, we have a payment uh, remittance system where we're able to, so instead of like a Western Union or MoneyGram, um, it's uh, the ability to load a card immediately. So you know, being able to transfer funds uh, for individuals uh, in different countries, I mean, that's just a challenge that uh, so many people don't realize. You know, I mean, you've got your, what, Bank of America, you know, or Regions card, you know, or something, you know, and you, know, you just, you know, your, your check goes in there and you use your debit card and, you know, you just don't think about it. You know, it's super easy. Um, and that's just not something that's always afforded to every country. And so um, that's a challenge we hope to um, solve for individuals, you know, being able to get that money uh, to uh, their families without taking 10%. I mean, some of these fees to get, you know, international wires are outrageous. So yeah. I think, I think crypto is going to change all that. You know, it's, you can do an instantaneous transfer for pennies. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Crypto has a, has a good, um, good potential to change that for sure. Um, so yeah, you know, just finishing this uh, conversation up, um, you know, I just wanted to talk a little bit about you actually coming on 
board as a as a co-host here on the crypto mining tools podcast in the in the near future yeah no i think we're what we're waiting to see how this went before i we we say anything because like, i guess at the end you could just be like nah that's not gonna work you're terrible at this um yeah so i'm excited i'm gonna be uh coming on and helping you co-host and we'll be bringing on all kinds of individuals i think we're gonna kind of uh, I mean, obviously, we love talking about mining. Uh, we don't think it's weird, but I'm, um, you know, I think we're going to kind of add some different topics as well. You know, kind of talk about how blockchains affecting normal industries. Bring on some individuals that are entrepreneurs, and you know, kind of talk about how they're experiencing blockchain. Um, I mean, obviously, we're always going to be talking about mining. I, I, I don't think you know we love it, so it's why why stop talking about it. Uh, I'll probably it'll probably be the last thing you know, last word. They'll be like, reset the rig. <laughs> Um, yeah. Well, so anyway, um, it was great having you on. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah. We look forward to seeing you around here more and, uh, it's good to have you on the, the distributed ledger Inc team. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. Thanks for sharing all about your, how you got into crypto and into mining and, um, yeah. Appreciate everybody coming to watch. All right, guys. Take it easy. Bye,